Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 248-539-9797 is the telephone number. Don't forget Carson Anderson uh, coming up at 10 o'clock. Mike Rico at 2. Uh, Chris touched on it briefly and... Uh, just on a personal note, Earl Curitan, who passed away yesterday at the age of 66, is just devastated by that. He was such a great guy, great in the community. He was obviously a two-time NBA champ, one with Philly, one with Houston, uh, a pillar at the University of Detroit. And just in this community, anytime there was a Pistons event, Earl Curitan was there. Uh, Earl came in, you know, a lot of times we have guests for our podcast, myself and Evan, Restore the Floor, uh, download it today, by the way. Uh, but last year we we had him on and he came into the studio. Uh, He's just a, a great human being, uh, a great father. His, I think his daughter played basketball uh, at, at Georgetown, went to one of the Walled Lake schools. I forget if it was Central or Western or Northern, I forget which one it was. But anyway... Earl was just one of just one of those guys. He was just always smiling, nice, would do anything for you for the community, and uh, he will be missed. I mean, it, it's so, it's so so shocking. I mean, Friday he did the Pistons game uh, for Ricky Mahorn. Uh, Saturday he was doing U of D against his other college team that he played for before transferring to U of D, Robert Morris. And uh, yesterday he, he passed away. Uh, alleged, uh, we believe, it was a heart attack. Uh, yesterday. So uh, prayers and uh, love to everybody who Earl touched, his family, his friends, the Piston organization, U of D, and, and everyone. I've seen mentions, uh, Chris mentioned, you know, Isaiah Thomas. I've seen all the teams that he played for, uh, put yep. something on social media. Dick Vitale said something because he recruited him, though he never coached him because he went and coached the Pistons, but he loved Earl. Everybody loved Earl. So. Here we go with that. All right, let's go to uh, Steve in Heartland. You're 97 on the ticket. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Um, as far as watching the Super Bowl thing, I'm definitely going to watch the game, and the reason why is this because I'm a fan of the game of football, and even in Stanley Cup and our other sports, I watch the stuff, and I probably won't watch it with as much interest and a little bit of sour taste. But the point of it is, I'm not going to go watch a movie or go somewhere else because I'm ticked off. I'm going to watch the game, and I'm going to have fun with some of my neighbors. We already got a little party set up, which we do every year anyways. Have some squares, have some fun, and uh, sit back and watch uh, a team that we beat, the Chiefs, first game of the year, and a team we probably should have won, 
beat, but we didn't. So I'm all good with it. I I I share your sentiment, Steve. It still hurts because uh, you're going to sit there watching and saying, "God, the Lions should be there," but it is still the championship game of the you're most popular the and the greatest season. sport around. Yeah. And that, that exactly, John. That, that's what you're doing. I like. I know a lot of people at times down on the NBA, down on the NHL, down on Major League Baseball. I will always try to watch as much of the you know World Series, Stanley Cup Finals. NBA finals as possible because that's so you watch sports, yes, to root for your team and to watch great moments by great players, but it's about winning titles. Well, and it's also just for football fans, the last opportunity to watch a, a real live football game. Everything after this, I mean, yes, I know that the the UFL or whatever they're calling it now. Schedule came out today. Oh, great. <laughs> um, but, you know, this is the last time you have a chance to watch real good competitive football. Right. And so it is a celebration of the season, and we're all disappointed that the Lions were were knocking at the door and weren't able to find a way to get into it. But it's, you know, it, it's it's going to hurt no matter what. So you might as well watch it. I'd, I'd rather watch it than not and miss out on on what could be. You never know what's going to happen in the Super Bowl, but it, there could be some historic or epic moments. Yeah. You never know. Like seven years. Are commercials ago. as big of a draw as they used to be? I know they still cost a lot, but are they that big of a draw? Because they they ha- they really haven't seemed to be that creative in the in the past few years. I think that there's a few good ones every year, but there's not as many as there used to be. Because a lot of times, because of social media and these these companies, they release them even before the game. So yeah, a lot of times you've seen them on yeah. you know YouTube or whatever before. So that takes some of the sting out, you know, some of the surprise out, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, uh, speaking of great moments, I believe it's uh, seven years ago today, 28-3. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, some more ticket texts. Oh, no, we have this one. Already. This is what we had these ones already. All right. 248-539-9797. Uh, I'm thinking a lot of not watching the Super Bowl has to do with fantasy leagues that have been over for four weeks. No interest other than if you root for the team's fantasy purposes. Not a ton of fantasy football going on for Super Bowl, but that random Thursday game that you talked about, Will. I I guess, but I don't know. To me, I, look, I don't play fantasy football anymore. To me, you, this this is the champion. This is the Super Bowl. This isn't an Amazon Thursday night game, right? Yeah, you don't have to watch and the spinning and wheel. And look, even without Taylor Swift crap, okay, and I don't mean crap in a bad way. Even with drawing non-football fans will probably watch. I think it's fine that she's into it. It's still the biggest television show. It's what it is. It's a television show. It is, and it's still going to be the most watched television show. Of the uh, year. By far. And the ratings for the playoff games and everything else. Have all been setting have, records. They've been all been, yeah. So it's going to be the most, wa- it would not stun me if it's the most watched Super Bowl ever. And I'm curious too. Now, maybe not we'll, here. But. We'll see how they're doing this all week long. But you want to talk, okay, the Super Bowl is what the NFL does in excess. They do everything in excess, but the Super Bowl is the culmination oh, yeah. of all of that excess, and they are going to the city of excess. So I'm curious what the Super Bowl experience will be like, um, you know, throughout the course of the week. But the, obviously, the 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 Super Bowl itself. Yeah, I don't. The, the actual 
fact that the it's presentation Vegas, of it, and I don't know I mean, what else they can do. Well, I mean, I'm sure there'll be some fireworks, and I don't know. You mean the game or the week? Yeah, no, the 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 week, but but the game itself. It's and I don't know if there's. I mean, is there anything else that hasn't been thought of that they could do? I'm sure if if there is, Vegas will figure it out. Yeah, I just think it's lacking any extra juice. Like I just think we know everything here. Like it's very. Well, you know everything except you don't know who the winner is going to be. Right. So you watch, sit back and watch a game and you enjoy that part. That's why I'm tuning in because I like to watch a championship decided. You never know what you're going to see. You know, I just feel the lead up to it. There's just lacking anything. I, I, I don't see like when let's go back to like Seattle and Denver. You know, yeah, the Legion of Boom. They were probably a little bit overlooked going into that. Mm-hmm. And you had the high flying Broncos offense where Peyton Manning went insane that season. You know, it was fresh blood. Even though well, there's no like fresh the Patri- blood, that's the, for sure. The Patriots, you know, when they kind of went through their lull, they won three out of four. Then they didn't win one for like 10 years. Right. They lost two. And then Brady got back and you had the with Seattle trying to be a two time champ. And some of the Super Bowls have been one of the one, best Super Bowls have been ones you didn't think were going to be any good, like Carolina and New England. I mean, who thought that was going to be? That's one of the most underrated Super Bowls ever. The great Jake DeLome, right? There's just no who you know everything about the 49ers. You know everything about the Chiefs. Like, who are you? I mean, we know George Kittle's a goofball, so they're going to do a feature on him sometime this week, and he's going to be a goofball. You know, it just doesn't. That's where the Lions part of this would have been a, such a huge sell, not only for us, could have been fun to see these guys open up a little bit in this situation, but I think yeah. nationally it would have oh, been huge. Look, like I said, I've talked to so many people. Uh, who are not from here, who were rooting for the Lions because they loved Dan Campbell. They love the underdog. They love the fact that, you know, Detroit's a city that's never been there. And the players are so imminently likable. Yeah. Don, in Detroit, you're a 97 on the ticket. Stoney, John, how you guys doing today, man? Good, Don. Good. Hey, listen, guys. uh, Bitter as I am about the Lions not being in there, man, uh, because I feel... They're the better team out of both teams. We got the best Super Bowl team sitting at home today. But in saying that, guys, uh, yes, I'm going to watch it. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, maybe we can patent our team after them, a team that can get there every year, that always has a chance. Maybe we can build something and be a team like the Chiefs and know that we have a chance every year. I, I, I would love that, but... Uh, is Super Bowl the best for me uh, next year, man? They let a, a, a good opportunity slip by, and I'm very disappointed about it. But, yes, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl. I got me some squares. Me and my wife will get together, have a good dinner, and, man, enjoy ourselves. Well, that's, that's, that's what it's about, just watching good football, some squares, and some good food. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 248-539-9797. All right, to get to the Super Bowl, uh, the Lions obviously can't blow 17-point leads in the NFC Championship game, but they need to get better, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So what are your realistic expectations out of Brad Holmes this off season? We're talking free agency. You're talking re-signing some of your own, yeah. extending some draft. of your guys, and the draft, obviously. What do you expect? Um. Well... I expect him to go out there. The The first thing is in free agency, I expect him to go out there and spend money. Mm-hmm. And and it's not recklessly spend Correct. money. 
and we'll come up with, I want to know, find out what positions you want them to go after coming up next. 97 won the ticket. Hey, last year at the Super Bowl, Rob Gronkowski went wide to left on FanDuel's Kick of Destiny. Now he's back for Kick of Destiny 2. And this time, you can play along. All you have to do is choose if Gronk is going to make or miss. Get your free pick in right now, because if you're right, you're going to win a share of $10 million in bonus bets. Everyone can get in on the action when Gronk takes his shot at redemption before Super Bowl 58. Whether your team make or team miss, just head to FanDuel Sportsbook app to pick. get your pick in. It's absolutely free. Then all you have to do is tune in before the game to see if Gronk's to see Gronk's kick live. You'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets if you're right. If you're new to FanDuel, just visit FanDuel.com slash Jansen to sign up and make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL, and 97 won the ticket. Must be 21 and over and present in Michigan. No purchase necessary. $10 million prize pool to be split equally among all eligible participants who made the correct pick. Prize issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's your final, 111-99. Pistons' win total remains at six. Uh, Franz Wagner with a uh, tightest career high with 38 for the Orlando Magic. Uh, Pistons will now go to the West Coast. Sacramento, Portland, Clippers, Lakers, Suns. And then uh, on their way back, they'll stop at Indiana. Okay. Yeah. They've got two road wins, so there's hope. This season, yeah. I, I give them – they'll win one, I think. Oh, you think so? They'll win one, maybe. I hope. Okay. I, I'm hopeful. Who knows what's going to happen at the trade deadline? Maybe – I'll tell you, you don't want to see guys getting hurt, but there are people who thought the Pistons were going to go get Zach Levine, and he's now out for the year. And oh, Good – not good for him, but good for the Pistons that they won't yeah. get that guy. He's he scores a lot of points, but I don't think he's a real team guy. All right, two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven expectations for Brad Holmes this season. John, yours are pretty good, and now uh, wh- where should they? Go well. Uh, th- th- they're Not, obvious. I don't need individual players. No, they're obvious though. You've got to get another edge opposite Hutch. Um, you've got to get a cover corner, a number one guy that yeah, can go out there and not shut down a number one, but at least hang with a number one. Because I think Cam Sutton is a good corner, but he's not a number one, not a not a, not a number one cover guy. Um, I would like to see him add one more safety, but offensively, 
it's, I believe, obviously we all believe um, and know that Amon Ross St. Brown is your number one. Your number two is, and I think he can't, he had a really good end of the season, Jamison Williams. You got to find a number three because Josh Reynolds is going to be 30 years old next year. And maybe he is a guy that you can count on for another year. He had some big time catches, but I think if, if something happens to Amon Ross St. Brown, and we said this at the beginning of the year, something happens to Amon Ross St. Brown and misses any length of time, I think you really struggle at that receiver position. Let me ask you this. I don't know if it's feasible. I haven't looked up his contract, which I might in a second. But I know he's, although he says he's not, I think he's a little disgruntled where he is at that position. What do you think... They'd have to give up number one to get, and would he fit in here, Stephon Diggs? Well, we've we've heard so much about the culture guys, right? I mean, that's and, what I'm asking. Yeah, you, well, I, I'm, I'm working through it, and you just asked me this question. Right. You, I mean, <laughs> if you want me to give you a yes, no, 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 I just no. All right. I said that's why I asked. Okay. Well, then you're rushing me. So. The issue is, is is it an issue with Josh Allen, the quarterback? Is it an issue that the play calling, he's not getting enough targets? Um, and and those are those are answers that I don't I don't have. I don't know that he fits well in this room with Amon Rossi Brown with Jamison Williams. Right. And and it might just be that I don't want him in there with Jamison Williams. I really like where Jamison Williams is going. And I don't want to put anybody that that if there's even a question in that room as to whether, you know, I mean, you're already going to have a diva element in there, but I don't want to add a guy that might be disgruntled or could be disgruntled if Amon Ross St. Brown gets more balls than he does or he doesn't get enough opportunity or, or hey, Jared Goff can't hit me when I'm open. Like, I don't want to hear any of those things. Right. I, I, I get that. I'm just, I was curious because... We've heard he's not completely happy in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'd have to give up as much as you think because you'd be taking on his contract. You'd be taking on his contract. He is thirty years old. His cap number for next year is twenty-seven million dollars. That's a bit steep for me. Yeah, that's his cap number. His, his you know, his base salary is eighteen million. Um, yeah, so that would be probably a no to my question. But who else, like Mike Evans? He's long in the He's season. a free agent. He's a free agent. But I think the I think that'd be a great a great option because you're not gonna pay top end dollar, but you might still get a year or two of of maybe not top end mm-hmm. Mike Evans, but I'll take ninety percent, eighty five percent of of what top end Mike Evans was. And I'd put him in that room with Jamison Williams because I think that would be a great influence. He seems like a consummate pro. I think the best thing about Mike Evans is he he be he's a traditional red zone end zone yeah, target, right. big target. I mean that's one thing I think the Lions don't have like just that jump ball guy. Not from a receiver position, they do obviously with Laporta, but not from a receiver yeah. position. Would another you know they another team who has major cap issues and it's an older receiver? I don't know if they'd be able to get him because he's thirty one. Keenan Allen. That, that, he gets hurt a little bit. A little bit. He gets hurt a lot, um, and so I would, I would, I would initially say no. Okay. Now maybe he doesn't get hurt as much if he is, if he's coming here and he understands he's number three, and he's not going to get as many balls, not going to take as many hits. 
Would he? Oh, so he, you think he'd be three behind JMO too? Yeah, I, I, I'm really bullish on JMO with the way I, that he I, ended and 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 what I think he his his possibilities are. And we saw it obviously, you know, at the end of the year, we saw it with the reverses, we saw it with him stretching the defense, and and even if when he wasn't getting the ball, whether it's blocking or just opening things up for Amon Ross St. Brown, we saw a lot of that. Uh, two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Um, I need two DL athletes, two DBs, a guard and a tackle out of the draft, a veteran cornerback, a DA, a defensive end, and a tight end in free agency. Wow, you need a lot then, huh? I don't think they need that much. I won one big signing, Jones, Sneed, or Burns, and instead of paying Reynolds, I want Dalton Schultz. I expect Jamison to be a bigger part of the offense, so don't need Reynolds back. So is Josh Reynolds, is he the Jamal Williams this year? Where a lot of people would, would really, I mean, he made some really big catches. Now, I know there's, yes. some, there's two big drops in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people felt like he, he really performed well throughout the course of this season. He is he and he and he's not a guy that is demanding of the ball. He's not a guy that you're going to hear in the media or and it doesn't sound like he's a locker room guy. Like if he doesn't get the ball thrown to him, he's not you know complaining. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy in the locker room, and I think a lot of people liked his production, liked what he did, and his relationship with Jared Goff. We've talked about that since he came over from obviously L.A. They they played together there. But is he this year's version of of Jamal Williams, where you can really upgrade at that position? But a lot of I don't know that he's he doesn't rise to the level of the 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 fan support Correct. that Jamal Williams. Yeah, had. I don't think there's too many people walking around with number eight jerseys. No, that's that don't say Lamar Jackson on them, no matter what town you're in. Uh, here's some ticket text. This is interesting. I got to check. I think he is a free agent. I don't know. I like T. Higgins. Could be cheaper coming off a wasted year where he was injured. Also can fill in as number one if St. Brown got hurt. Well, so that's, I mean, that's the thing is you want to be able to get a guy that can 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 carry the load mm-hmm. if Amon Ross St. Brown is hurt. But, I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown, I expect that he has a new deal before next football season. You would, you would hope so. I want, for me... I'm not going to sit there and go, I want six guys, because who knows what's going to happen in the draft. I want two corners. I want two corners. And, yeah, I love another guy up front, but to me, corners is – they're so bad. Well, to, so, I mean, to me, an edge rusher, that would be number one. Okay. I want that one before I want to even address the secondary. Now, I'm not saying you don't address right. the secondary, but that's number one. And the one thing that we haven't mentioned that they have to address is the O-line. Yeah, guard. Yeah. So, Chris Jones, what do you guys think is going to happen with him? I think he's going to – well, if they win, I think he might leave. If they, I, I, Who knows if that makes it. Okay, he's he's going to go for the man. most money. He's the number one free agent if he yes. actually is available. Right. Do you want the Lions to be in play? Yeah. I do, and here's why. He's considered a really good teammate. I mean, you might question because he sat out. Because I don't of have the any contract. issue with the guy sitting out. No, but he is a baller. He plays hard. I got no – yes, I would go after him. And he came in as soon as he signed on the deadline. I know he missed the Lions game, but when he came in, he played at a high level right yes. away. Yes. I wouldn't expect the Lions to get him, 
or even go after him because that doesn't seem to be their DNA. Uh, but who knows? Sometimes you got to, you know, change, you know your, change your DNA every once in a while. Do you guys want them to push the envelope here at all? Like this offseason? Like with, with, with quality of individual? No, or? no. No, just in ge- the kind of go for it thing. Oh, I want them. I, they I mean, definitely I, need to take a step. I, I don't. I don't want to go f the picks like L.A. did, but I want to go in on free agency and spend some money. Now, some of that money's got to be spent on your own guys, right? But I do think there's an opportunity for them to go out. They've got plenty of cap space, and they can restructure a lot of different things. And in for three or four years, they don't have to worry about being in, in salary cap hell, so to speak. And you can absolutely go for it. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven is the telephone number. We'll take more of your calls, your texts coming up next, uh, and also at nine fifty, some uh, interesting news. If you like to pick your nose, ninety seven on the ticket. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We're talking about what your expectations are for Brad Holmes. This offseason, there's a lot of landmarks along the way. First one up will be free agency. Uh, Deciding what you want to do with some of your free agents. Are you going to resign them? Are you going to let them walk? Are you going to extend some guys that are currently under contract? Obviously, the draft. There's opportunity to go out there and trades. And one of the guys that uh, that we have talked about is, is Mike Evans because that's one of the areas where I think the Lions could use or target some of their resources. Not the number one. Uh, target, but if it's Monroe St. Brown is one, if Jamal William or Jamal uh, Jamo is number two, I think you could upgrade at that number three position. If if something happens to Monroe St. Brown, you just you don't have enough depth at that position, in my opinion, to be successful. Do you think he'd take that role, Mike Evans? Yeah, I think on a team that he believes is going to or has. Super Bowl aspirations, I think he could. Yeah, I mean, he, he's already got one Super Bowl. So I do wonder what the cell, if the cell is as strong there. And that situation got, that's probably one of the most uh, improved, unpredictable things we saw coming this year is what happened in Tampa. Yeah. You know, and I, I think he's actually maybe a candidate that wanted to stay there. That I'm curious if he wants to finish his career out. What kind of one of those guys? Because he's already won there. Yeah. You know, or I mean. It, Does I think, he want to be known as the guy? I mean, that was the one and only place. There, there's some value in that. I, I kind of always thought that that would be the way I ended my career is just in one city. Uh, it didn't end that way, and I spent obviously two years here in Detroit. But that was me coming home. I don't know for Mike, obviously, you know, a Texas A&M guy, right. would he choose to go to a team like Dallas or even Houston with C.J. Stroud? Well, let me ask you this. If it wasn't the Lions, where do you think you would have ended up? You weren't going. You weren't ready to retire. No, I wasn't ready to retire. There, I had some interest from like Baltimore, um, Tampa, uh, some places like that. Um, I didn't. I, there, there was. I don't think it was. I didn't hear much from anybody in division. Uh, but there were there were six or seven teams that were on the phone. Now, who knows if they would have been that interested or right. not if we got to negotiating? But gosh, if you would have gone to Baltimore, man, you might have been on the team. Their team that won it. If you're. If you didn't suffer injuries, I mean, it would have yeah. been right at the, you would have been very long tooth, but it's possible. Yeah. Um, and, and that was, that was part of the decision going into it. Like where, where did I want to go? And for me coming home, being able to play for the lions, our family situation was just an easier fit, a better fit for mm-hmm. me. I don't know what that means for a guy like Mike Evans. He would have played for a Harbaugh. I know. And then he could have beat a Harbaugh in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then every interview, you could say, well, yeah. look at this, Jim. That's right. And you could have worn that with yeah. your national with champion. Name, yeah. yes. and that would have been, that would have meant you would have had a 15 year career, which would well, have been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. He had a great career. He really yeah. did. No, but it, I mean, look. Let's get back to the Lions okay. and Brad Holmes' expectations that we have for him, and because it's for me, the number one thing is another edge rusher. You've got to find a way to put more pressure on opposing quarterbacks. So we saw from Aaron Glenn. Hey, they involve the safeties a little bit more, but you've got to find a way to win with four mm-hmm. rushing up front. Yeah. Right now, the Lions can't do that. Look. We say all the time, the three most important things in football, having a really good quarterback, protecting said quarterback, and getting to the other team's quarterback. Yep. And the Lions were two out of three. Yes. Yeah. Good quarterback yes. and protecting the quarterback. Right. They didn't get to the uh, other quarterback enough except for one guy, Mr. Hutch. Jerry in Flat Rock, you're 97 on the ticket. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hey, uh, I just wanted to say one thing before anything. Uh, J-Mo's like a roller coaster for me. Uh I, I I like his attitude now. I love his blocking, and but he just cannot track a ball down the field. He just does not track the ball very well. Uh, but Mike Evans, I think he, I think I'd like it. I know he looks like a super team guy. I know uh, Brady's first year, like he went and basically ran over somebody that was messing with Brady, and I know he's gotten into some scuffles for his team in the past, which just kind of tells me he's like a, a good team guy. Uh, I think his maturity seems pretty mature out there as a player, uh, and I don't think he would have a problem with Amon Ra getting more balls than him either. No, I don't th- I don't think, thanks for the call, because if Mike Evans was worried about number of receptions, he would have demanded to be traded a long time ago. When do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if 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 he was unhappy there, I mean, he has he's a guy with enough leverage that uh, he could he could force his way out. Yeah, could have. Now, where did and, and you know, Brad Holmes is speaking today, so I'm sure he'll address some of this stuff. And you know, I know there's people out there who think he's going to be uh, uh, wearing a gold jacket one day, but and it's early, and he didn't do it till late last year. Do you think they need to? Worry, or not even worry, but think about backup quarterback, backup veteran quarterback, or you think they should just go in, hey, Hennon Hooker's our guy, even though he's having, even though he hasn't even had a preseason snap. Well, I'm hoping that somebody asks him that today uh, because obviously Teddy Bridgewater is, is, has said he's retiring um, and we're in the same position we were last year. What are you going to do with that number two quarterback spot if Jared Goff were to go down? Now, we were very fortunate. He was the only one that takes snaps this year. Mm -hmm. I don't know that you can count on that health all season long, even if it's just a second half or a fourth quarter. You need a guy that can go in there and, and do they believe in what they saw from Hendon Hooker at practice? Are they even able to discern if he'll be good enough to be able to get that done because he hasn't had any real life snaps in the NFL. Right. I mean, so to me, obviously salary cap counts. You don't want to spend a boatload, but I think they still need to. Well, you have to invest in insurance. Yes. You have to think, think about, you know, and like I know what Blau's still technically on the roster and Sudfeld dudes too, but they're like one of them. We've gone down that road. Yeah, yeah I know. Get, get a good backup quarterback. But yeah. That's not going to be number. That that's way down the list. Right. All right. What about kicker? 
Um, I, I think that's that's right there. You've got to address it. And and I don't think it's one. I've seen some people say, well, you know, yeah, maybe draft a kicker in the sixth or seventh round. I don't think you want to go into if you believe. Now, obviously, San Francisco did, but they drafted a kicker high, and he hasn't necessarily been awesome for him. No, but they are going to the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know that you want to rely upon a rookie kicker or spend a draft pick on him if you believe you have Super Bowl aspirations. Uh, yes. I mean, I would take it. If there's somebody that you really like in like the seventh round, yeah, I would take a kicker there. I ain't taking a kicker in the third round like San Francisco did. I mean, it it, it could, it could, you know, happen, you know, down the road that Jake Moody becomes a great, great NFL kicker. But oh, to I me, think he's going to be really good. But that to me, that's a wasted pick at, at round three. For where the Lions are right now. But, but, but that's kind of what I felt about Hendon Hooker last year. Yeah. And, and, and you know, in the what was the third round, you, you're taking a backup quarterback or a quarterback that you know isn't going to play. And that was a position. Could they have gotten another receiver? Could they have gotten an edge rusher? Could they have gotten a corner that could have helped them this year? There are uh, like three really solid uh, veteran kickers available in free agency. Greg Zerline, a little old, but look, I mean, this can be a one- or two-year deal. He can still kick it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made the 57-yarder to send the, what, the Rams to the Super Bowl in the controversial game, remember? Right. Um, Will Lutz has always been a pretty solid kicker, has a 50-yard leg. Dan Campbell and, knows him pretty well. And then uh, Fair Baron uh, from the Houston. Texans. I, that's who I would go get, but he's probably the one that's going to cost you the most. Yeah, and he's been very good. The, the other thing is, as much as I say, you know, don't draft a kicker unless it's like the seventh round. Most kickers you find, you know, at the weirdest play. Look at Dallas's kicker. He was a right. soccer play. And that's why, I mean, look, and I was on the Moody bandwagon last year, but after the way he kicked this year, I would never, I don't think I'd ever draft a kicker. No, I've, I've kind of changed my. I, I don't know if the, he's one of the surest things I thought coming out in a long time, and he had some struggles this year. I mean, he, he that was huge that kick he missed in the game last. Oh week, yeah, early oh, yeah. in the game, right. he missed a game winner against Cleveland. Yeah, the forty-one yard that could have cost them a one seed. It didn't, obviously. But you're, I think you're always going to have some bumps in the road with some rookie kickers. Mm-hmm. I do think Jake Moody will become one of the most reliable kickers in the NFL, and he'll be an asset for them. But there were some definite bumps along the way. Absolutely. I mean, but you, as you know. But they were talented enough to be able to overcome some of those. Right. But as, as you know, kickers, you know. They're weird. Mindsets are, right. You said weird. You're right. And so maybe, hopefully it's not true, that, you know, because of his struggles in the rookie year, hopefully he doesn't, you know, screw up in the Super Bowl. You never know how long that stuff stays with people, let alone kickers. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, who was the quarterback Tennessee had there uh, uh, before Will Levis? Um, he, he started the year Marcus out. Marcus Mariota? No, no, no. The, oh, their Malik starter. Willis. Tannehill. Tannehill, Tannehill. yes. Um, yeah, name that quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Tannehill. And we, we heard about you know his missteps in the playoff and how much it has affected the rest of his career and, and, and honestly his life. Yeah. He was in therapy and, and is probably still doing that because he can't get over some of the missteps in the playoffs. Right. I mean, look, some Lion fans are in therapy after what happened last Sunday still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just a, that's re-upping the – the prescription because we've been in therapy for most of us our entire lives. That's a good point. All right. Our telephone number two, four, eight, five, three, nine, 97, 97. Uh, coming up next. Well, it's 
the pick and roll. And we're not talking basketball. 97 won the ticket. When it comes to managing your finances, you need a bank that gets you and is genuinely interested in your success. That's why I bank with First Merchants Bank. Whether it's your business banking or day-to-day personal banking, First Merchants Bank is 100% interested in helping you prosper. First Merchants Bankers are attentive. They take the time to get to know me and work with me to build a plan that fits my situation. It was easy. They sat down, they asked me questions, and they designed something that fit me and my family. And when you make the switch to First Merchants Bank, you're also going to get access to their highly rated mobile banking app with innovative personal finance tools. Plus, they're deeply connected to the community's needs because it's their community as well, and they volunteer and donate on a regular basis to local causes to ensure that we all continue to prosper together. This is the difference of 100% interest in you. For a better banking experience, visit firstmerchants.com. That's firstmerchants.com, First Merchants Bank, helping you prosper. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.